subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Three-pointer on the way. No good. Close with the dunk and the buzzer. It goes and Arkansas wins. It goes and Arkansas wins. Pauls with a two-hand finish. One of the great moments in the history of Arkansas and Kentucky. It's one of many great moments in the history of the Arkansas-Kentucky basketball rivalry. Hard to believe it's been 10 years since Qualls' dunk at the buzzer gave the Razorbacks that win. And the Hogs in Kentucky will renew their rivalry tomorrow for just the third time this year, but the second straight year, Arkansas and Kentucky are going to play twice. So this is the first of two meetings. And uh, it'll be a fun day tomorrow. I know the Razorbacks are reeling, and I know Kentucky's playing well. I still think it's going to be a competitive game. I don't know if Arkansas is going to win or not. I don't know how many games they're going to win moving forward. But I think it'll be a competitive game tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. That's where we start on a weekend edition of the Gimme the Hawks Chuck podcast. It's presented by Wiker Realtors, the Griffin Company. It's brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Matt Jones will be along a little bit later, the Razorback legend. We're going to talk football. I'm excited about the conference championship games on Sunday. For me, this is the best day of the NFL season. I know there's the Super Bowl. Obviously, the Super Bowl is the game that everyone's going to be watching. Football fans, non-football fans. Everybody watches the Super Bowl. But the conference championship games, when they're trying to get there, when you've got four teams remaining, and they're battling it out on a Sunday afternoon and on into a Sunday night, for me, that's, that's the best day of the NFL season. We'll talk to Matt about the matchups that are coming up on Sunday afternoon and on into Sunday evening. But basketball tomorrow. Let me touch on that before we move into football. I really want to talk about football more today than anything. But basketball tomorrow. Arkansas and Kentucky. There is a special ring to it. It's why ESPN game days here. If you have followed SEC basketball for a number of years, back to the point where Arkansas came into the league, You know that the Razorbacks in Kentucky have had a very competitive history. You know, Arkansas has beaten them eight times in Fayetteville. They're 8-9 and all-time against Kentucky in Fayetteville. That ain't bad against a storied program. That's not been so good in Lexington, and Kentucky's dominated at the neutral sites, most of which have been at the conference tournament in Nashville, which is like Rupp Arena South. But the Razorbacks have fared well against them in Fayetteville. But if you follow the history, if you have followed the history of this series over the years, you know how badly Kentucky still wants Arkansas to be their basketball rival. When the Razorbacks came into the league in the early 90s, Kentucky really had no peer in terms of SEC basketball. There would be teams from time to time that would jump up and challenge them, and they didn't win every conference championship. But in terms of schools that really took basketball seriously, there wasn't anybody there. Arkansas marched into Rupp Arena the first time they played, and 
And they ran him off the floor by the end and talked to him every step of the way. The Kentucky fans loved Nolan. I mean, they booed him. They yelled at him during the game. But they were fascinated by the Razorback basketball program. They were glad they had a rival. They still view it that way. I talked to their play-by-play announcer last night, Tom Leach, friend of mine. And they still get excited about playing the Razorbacks. And they know when they come to Fayetteville, it's going to be a competitive game. I think it will be tomorrow. Razorbacks have a lot of problems. I mean, we could talk from now till, you know, 30, 40 minutes from now, and we still wouldn't even get perhaps to all of them. There's every reason to believe Kentucky's going to blow the Razorbacks off the floor tomorrow, and they might. But I got a feeling Arkansas is going to give the best that they have remaining. I think Kentucky will get Arkansas's best shot. Now, what that'll mean when it's all said and done, I guess we'll find out. All right, football. That's really what I want to get into today. I know that Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, nationally, that's the matchup that everybody focuses on. I'm focusing on Dre Greenlaw. I'm focusing on Frank Ragnow. The game I want to watch is Detroit and San Francisco. San Francisco's been the season-long favorite in the NFC. But the Lions suddenly are America's team. Dan Campbell's the coach that everyone who's ever played sports wishes they were coached by. And Frank Ragnow's his center. I can't imagine a former Razorback more perfect to play for a guy like Dan Campbell. And Dan Campbell likes him, too. Frank's a stud. That's what he does. He's willing to lay it on the line, and he's not going to miss it. We talk about it all the time, but it's like, man, you know, you may not be 100%, but if you feel like you can produce, you can win at 80% of yourself, and that's what Frank does. You know, he believes he can, and he trusts himself, and he trusts those guys next to him. There's nothing easy about that. Not everybody can do it, and that's okay, but he can. Ragnow's a blue-collar guy. I mean, he's an offensive lineman. There aren't a lot of stats that people go over for offensive linemen. And, you know, if you follow the ball when you watch the game, it's generally not the offensive lineman that you're looking at. But Drake Greenlaw on the other side – For San Francisco, he attracts a lot of attention. He's a ball hawk. He had two picks last week in their victory over Green Bay. You know, I didn't realize this until I looked it up. This is Greenlaw's fifth year in the NFL. This is his fourth NFC championship game. You think that won't help him tomorrow? You know the jitterbugs that's going to come. You know everything that's going to come with it. But I think the most crazy thing is just from rookie year to now is you just feel like it's more important now you know what I mean versus rookie year you're not really sure what's going on but now that I've been in it a few times it's like all right I've been here before I know takes I know how we got to play I know how I got to play we got to make sure we get the job done this year couldn't be happier for both those guys you know they're going to have an opportunity to play in that game tomorrow and one of them's going to the Super Bowl for Dre Greenlaw it's kind of old hat For Frank Ragnow, it's obviously something entirely new. But uh, I got a feeling that may be the better of the two games when it's all said and done. Hey, before I talk to Matt Jones, let me talk to those of you who are buying or selling a home. Let me talk to you more specifically about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I can talk about my experience with them as a buyer and a seller multiple times. 
And right now, if you pay attention to the housing market, it's probably dawned on you that you really need to partner with someone who understands everything that's really happening from a national perspective and how they bring it home and what it means to you. What it means to you as you try to sell your home or what it means to you as you try to buy a house for the first time. You know, someone who can make sense of all that. Someone who understands the market. Someone who understands the game. Someone who understands location. Your neighborhood, your block, your street. What it means as a seller. What it means as a buyer. And ultimately, ultimately, getting through all the obstacles and getting from contract to close. Because whether you're a buyer or a seller, that's the bottom line. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to wikergriffin.com. Matt Jones coming up. That was a called play, and I called it, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, and I made some good calls today, too, You sure did. You sure did. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Matt Jones is here. And we're going to talk a little football to begin with. Matt, I made the comment, first welcome, I made the comment a little bit earlier that for me as an NFL fan, this is my favorite day of the year. I know there's the Super Bowl and everything that comes with that, but man, these are four teams battling for the right to get there. And uh, I'm excited about watching this stuff Sunday. Chuck, it's always good to be here. Uh, yes, sir, man. The the division round, I love it. The, but the conference championship, you're right, man. This doubleheader on Sunday is going to be awesome. Uh, you know, this Kansas City Ravens game. They the, the thing about the playoffs, Chuck, is they they really find out what your weakness is. They, they and and they're going to make you. You, you got They're going to take away your best trade as well. You know, I, I think Buffalo struggled taking away Kelsey early and and let Kansas City get going. Um, I think they're going to be able to put pressure on Mahomes. Now, I know Mahomes is the best quarterback in, in, in the NFL right now. That Ravens defense, I believe, is the best best defense left out of the four teams. That matchup is just going to be it, – it, it's, it's going to be fun to watch, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, we heard a minute ago, we heard Dan Campbell talking about Frank Ragnow and then you know, heard from Greenlaw, and I'd forgotten. I mean, for Greenlaw, this is his fifth year in the league and his fourth NFC championship Man. game. I mean, as a guy who played in the NFL, I mean that uh, that's really an incredible run, isn't it? That's uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I had four years and, and made it to three playoff games total. Uh, so yeah, that that run there, what they're what they're doing out in San Francisco is uh, it, it's really it's it's John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, and they really had a vision for that team and and to be big and athletic and to be fast and and you look at them and they are they're they're uh, they're tough they're fast. Uh, Dre Greenlaw will hit you, man. Every time you watch him, I've got to watch these last two playoff games, and he flies all over the field, uh, man. And, and you're always pulling, you're always pulling for the Hogs. At least I am. You know, Frank Ragnow, Dan Skipper, Brandon Allen. Uh, you, you always want to see them have success. 
Uh, I think Dre makes that defense go just as much as Bowman, just as much as any any of the the Forty Niners on, on on defense. They're uh, they might be one of the best since uh, maybe the the Seattle Seattle Seahawks Legion of Boom. They uh, those linebacker core right there they got in San Francisco, or um, it'd be hard to find an, a, a better duo. I'm glad you mentioned Brandon Allen for the Niners and Dan Skipper for the Lions. Uh, they are there as well. You know, B.A. is a guy that you want to talk about someone who has fashioned a professional career. I mean, he's, he's by, by being a great teammate, by being a student of the game, being a supporter of the guy that's in front of him. I mean, um, I would think as a player, you, you, you've got to have a, a great deal of appreciation for a guy like that. You know, backup quarterbacks are are something else. They they are special. They they're they're really they're students of the game. They're they're almost like another coach. I think of Dow Loggins at at the University of Arkansas, and then and he was always a backup in what he's been able to do. And I could see BA getting into coaching. Uh, his dad was a coach. You know, he knows about it. He's been on the sideline there the, since he was two. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, when when you have coaches' sons. They, they they get it. They they understand it. They know what it's about. And and you talk about a professional representing the state well, representing the university. Uh, I, I call it the Chase Daniels Award. You know, you, you go out there and you never know when it's going to get called, but but you're always in the meeting room. Uh, you, you're always there studying, uh, and um, you're, you're, a lot of times you got to be the other team's quarterback on scout team. So you got to prepare and try to get that defense ready. And uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. He I think he was. Um, uh, B.A. was with the Rams, I, I believe, or he was with the, the, the Bengals as a backup one of the years they lost. So he's he's had a lot of postseason success as well, too. Dan Skipper for the Lions. I said earlier I, I would be hard-pressed to think of a former Razorback who fits Dan Campbell more than Frank Ragnow. Well, you know, Dan Skipper might be the one. Um, the way Campbell – conducts himself the way he talks about his players we've seen a lot of him you know on 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 television the way he speaks to the players that he coaches I would think if you're a football player that's the guy that you love to play for um Chuck he reminds me of coach Jack Del Rio so much uh just a player's coach he you know he has your back you know if he could he'd he'd suit up and be out there with you he's going to be the first one to run through the brick wall he he's not going to ask you to do something he's not going to do or, or hasn't done before uh nothing but the most respect for Dan Campbell and you you can see it's it, it is true you know when I was at Jacksonville with coach Del Rio we were a tough team a defensive team we were going to hit you and you look at and these teams teams take on the identity of their coach and uh there, there's a brotherhood there there's a togetherness there and and there's nothing better than than winning a football game and having a, a celebrated locker room and and you see it you see the joy and the excitement the tears uh you see how what what it means to them and uh yeah Detroit it's it's like they're uh they're behind that leader Dan Campbell wouldn't be surprised if he's uh if he's their coach for the next decade all right let's cut to the chase who do you think goes to the Super Bowl you know what? I'm a, if Debo Samuel doesn't play for San Fran, I, I'm going to take Detroit. Um, I, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go with the best defense. That's uh, that's the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, w- wouldn't be surprised which way it goes. But I'll go a Baltimore Detroit Super Bowl. You brought Debo Samuel uh, Samuel's name into the into the discussion, and and that's a big key. I mean, that's a that's a real key. If he can't play for San Francisco, I would. For those Cowboy fans who are listening, it would be like if C.D. Lamb wasn't. Right. You know, you uh, 
uh, you you certainly lose uh, lose a big weapon there. All right, different subject as uh, as it pertains to the NFL. Jim Harbaugh, the news this week, leaving Michigan, is going to coach the Chargers. As someone who's played college ball, as someone who's played in the NFL, uh, give some of us who are on the outside looking in an idea why going to the NFL as a coach and leaving a place like Michigan would be appealing for someone like Harbaugh. Yeah, Chuck, you know, Harbaugh's a competitor. Uh, no no question about it. You, you, you see what he's done. He's been above 500, uh, San Diego, Stanford, uh, San Francisco, then Michigan. Uh, he, he's a winner. Um, I, I think he feels like there's there's something unfinished that that he wants to get a get a Super Bowl ring, and he he's an alpha. I mean, he he is. He he elevates quarterback play. Uh, if you look at his Stanford team, you look at his San Francisco team, you look at Michigan. They were they were strong up front. They are gonna they're gonna hit you. They're gonna be tough. They're gonna be physical. And then he's he he's kind of a quarterback guru guru. I think he elevates the play of his quarterback. He he's a former quarterback. He speaks the lingo. He knows how to talk to him. San Diego was one and nine in their last ten. And and if you think of the Chargers and who they are, and and I know they're not the Phillip Rivers, Ladanian Tomlinson Chargers anymore. But they're kind of soft. That's what they are. They need a culture change, kind of like a Dan Campbell did to Detroit. They're going to be physical. They're going to be tough. And still, as much as the flash and throwing it around and doing all you want to do, even if you're talking about the Rams, they had Indomitian Sue up front. You still have to be a physical football team if you're going to win in this league. And that's what he brings to them. All right, basketball before we go. The Razorbacks in Kentucky. Hogs are reeling. Kentucky ranked sixth in the country. Every reason to believe the Wildcats are going to blow out the Razorbacks. But I expect Arkansas, and I said this on the morning rush this week, if they've got a great game in them, and I don't know that they do, but if they do, I think we'll see it in this ball game. You know, Chuck, I, I, I'm pulling for them. I hope Mark is healthy. Um, I, I do think there's some talent on this team. Uh, I, they should be rested. You know, I don't think Devo played in the second half. Uh, you're going to need a big game from Devo. Uh, big game from from the inside guys uh, ha- have to remember to it'd be kind of like that Texas A&M game in the first half. I mean, we, we have to. And, and if you look at this last game against Ole Miss and you look at the halftime stats, they were pretty even. You know, as far as the rebounds, I think we were only out rebounded by two. We had got to the free throw line more. Now, Ole Miss had had 10 more shots. Um, but but that just but but they weren't making that much more. It was and we we were down twelve. We had what we have a, a turnover a minute the first nine minutes of that game, and we were only down twelve. I kind of had a little hope for us, uh, but but the energy. I hope the fans bring some energy, and and hopefully they play with a smile on their face. That that that's the thing, man. P- play with a smile. Play fun. Play fast. Play free. Uh, let let your talent let your talent play. Don't don't play tight. Don't 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 uh you know go out there and have fun is what you want to do. Um and 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 let your talent shine. Matt, I always enjoy visiting with you. Hope you have a great weekend, buddy. Yes, sir, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck. The great Matt Jones joining us on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast as he always does as we head into the weekend. And uh, by the way, on the Bet Saracen app, the Ravens are four-point favorites at home over the Chiefs. That's the early game on Sunday. CBS will have that at 2 o'clock. The Niners, seven and a half points. Are you kidding me? The Niners by seven and a half, according to the Bet Saracen app over the Lions. Fox has that one. 
and it begins at 5.30 on Sunday afternoon. College basketball tomorrow, the NFC Championship Games, the Betsarison app. If you've not downloaded it, you really need to do that now and get ready for the weekend. I know there are Vegas odds, and I know that if you're going to play those legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know there are lots of national sports betting apps. But I also know there are laws in our state that keep a lot of those apps from operating in our state. Perhaps you've tried it and you find out. So if you're going to be the most informed and the best prepared, and if you're one of those who likes to perhaps place a little wager on the game you're watching, you need to download the Bet Saracen app. When you do, you'll find out very quickly why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Because it's Vegas, Arkansas style. You're going to have opportunities to bet on the Razorbacks, bet on a lot of the teams in our own backyard, Arkansas State. Uh, there are bet opportunities or wagering opportunities on, on Razorback players during the games. You've got in-game wagering. You've got your traditional money line, spread, all that stuff. Parlays are out there. It's all available on the Bet Saracen app. They've got a how-to-play video, and they'll get you ready to roll at the Bet Saracen app. All right, before we go, this is the SEC basketball schedule for tomorrow. Florida and Georgia play the early game on the deuce. That's 11 o'clock in the morning. That's the only 11 o'clock game tomorrow. South Carolina and Mizzou play at noon on the SEC Network. Auburn and Mississippi State from Starkville. Auburn might need to be on upset alert there. 2.30 on the SEC Network. Tennessee goes to Vandy at 5 on the SEC Network. That's opposite the Razorbacks in Kentucky. That one's on the four-letter ESPN. Just the four letters. No numbers, no you, no nothing. The big one, 5 o'clock tomorrow night. Now, when Arkansas and Kentucky are done, LSU and Alabama will play on ESPN. That'll be at 7 o'clock. And then Ole Miss at Texas A&M. The Ole Miss team that ran the Razorbacks off the floor the other night is 0-3 on the road in the SEC. They go to Texas A&M. That'll be the late game on the SEC Network. All right, one more time. If you want to go see college game day tomorrow at Bud Walton Arena, doors are going to open at 9 o'clock. The program itself begins at 10. It lasts an hour. Not like college football game day uh, during the fall when it's on like all morning. This is one-hour show, 10 to 11. You can park in lot 56. There's no admission to come in and watch the game day proceedings. Now, you will need a ticket for the game tomorrow afternoon. 5 o'clock will be the tip-off time. Again, it's on ESPN 430 along the Razorback Sports Network. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll reconvene on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening. subscribe to the gimme the hogs chuck podcast go to hit that or search hit that line wherever you listen to podcasts don't forget to rate review and share this podcast has been presented by bet online this podcast is an exclusive property of pearson broadcasting it may not be copied reproduced modified published uploaded reposted transmitted or distributed in any way without pearson broadcasting's prior written consent thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.